This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Again, Logan Wilson extended. We'll uh, hopefully hear some more extension news before uh, that regular season game versus Cleveland Browns. But right now it's training camp. Training camp, preseason preview later this week. Uh, let's focus on uh, training camp battles. Give me the ones you're looking at right now. All right. The obvious. Well, we'll go with the one we teased. Nick Scott, Jordan Battle, Dax Hill kind of. I will say there was one interesting thing. Robert Mays of the Athletic Football Show, who I believe does have some contacts in the NFL, it sounded like he was saying that Nick Scott solidified and Jordan Battle's fighting Dax Hill, but I haven't heard that from anybody else, so I think he may have misheard something. I think it's Dax Hill solidified. He's a first-round pick, man. They're going to play him unless he's terrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Nick Scott versus the third-round pick, Jordan Battle. And it feels like most of the training camp reports have been it's pretty much Nick Scott with the first team. And wasn't it was early on in training camp. I think he's now solidly on that second team, but he started out Jordan Battle was third team to start training camp, basically, right? Yeah, I there was a report of some kind of tightness. Um, who knows? I feel like that was kind of late when it comes to an update on Jordan Battle. It just feels like Jordan Battle is going to have a Dax Hill season, um, mm-hmm. his rookie year, where we just don't see much of Jordan Battle this year. Unless and, and there's he, injury and whatever else. I yeah. do think him, if he loses the battle, uh, oh, last name. if he loses that to start the season, Nick, it's Nick Scott Dax Hill, which is what I've been predicting um i do think that doesn't mean he's out of it for the rest of the year i think you know you look at what cam taylor Britt did and i know that some of that was injury but the injury happened at the same time as they were kind of going to test him out against uh the the browns without eli apple kind of let eli apple rest after he gave up a big play to the falcons the week before and they're like, okay, well, let's see Cam Taylor Britt. This might be the change. This might be a change they're going to make. Cam Taylor Britt starting next to Chidobe Uzi. Then Uzi gets hurt. And we don't really think of it as Eli Apple got benched for Cam Taylor Britt midseason because they both started. Yeah. Could that happen with the Jordan Battle, Nick Scott thing? Certainly. That would be if Nick Scott, week seven, week eight, still 
if he not still, but if he hasn't played well up to that point, Jordan Battle's shown enough in practice that Lou Anaruma thinks he's ready. They'll throw him out there, but Lou Anaruma is not going to throw him out there before he thinks he's ready. I think that's the biggest thing is we've heard Anaruma talk a bit about defensive backs. That's, you know, his position group and how he doesn't want to put any of those guys out there before they're ready. I, I don't think he said this, but, or maybe he did, but, in my mind, confidence is so important to be a defensive back in the NFL. Like you have to be confident here, but you can't second guess anything that it's probably after quarterback. That's where you need the most confidence is defensive back, like especially corner, but safety too. Those guys, you just, you have to be you know confident in what you're doing and your ability, et cetera, or else I think that's part of the issue of what happened with Jeff Okuda. And now he's with the Falcons being traded for pennies. Um, yeah, that's all my thoughts on it. I don't think this battle's over either. But when you keep saying battle, that's just... I don't think that the I don't think that this is decided yet. I think preseason games are huge. Preseason games are gonna be huge for all of these training camps fights for uh the top dog. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the word battle, <laughs> but uh, you know, the, for all these training camp battles, let's just ignore it. Uh, these training, these you know, training camps huge, but I think the preseason games are bigger. I think that's where you saw the difference between Jackson Carmen and Cordell Volson started in training. So, there was a little in training camp, and then I felt like it really hit after that first preseason game. Could that be what you see with some of these? Sure, I think the preseason games are huge for this. So that's my main thought on that. Yeah, I um, I agree with you. I think that's what I'm looking forward to. To be completely honest with you, when I think of preseason games, I'm like, please just get out healthy. Uh, the majority of it's going to be rookies out there, guys who are fighting for a roster spot. Uh, the wide receiver room will be something to look at uh, when it comes to, you know, will Charlie Jones be out there a lot? I know he's dealing with a shoulder injury. Will that just be kind of minimal work for him, be more of a special team situation? Um, I just don't know what it's going to look like, but I would say at the safety position, if you are the Cincinnati Bengals, and we'll get more to what the preview will look like because we'll have uh, the joint practice to recap before we get into the game versus the Packers uh, this coming Friday at Paycor Stadium. But when you think of the secondary as a whole, and we know what Dax Hill was last year, what he was able to do or the amount of minimal reps that he had his rookie year, what do you expect to see from him will he be someone who gets a lot of preseason snaps or will it be hey we don't want to risk Dax getting injured uh, that's tough I would probably play him a little bit mm -hmm. because and I'd play Scott too I just want to get their communication working and at a higher level preseason games are the closest thing you're going to get to an NFL game it's still not there still not the same speed still not everything else still not as loud but I want to be able to get their communication because your secondary communication is the second most important, I think, in a position group right after offensive line communication. You're going to have your secondary. It's the same idea. You know, they need to pass things off. They need to work together. They need to know what each other are doing. Where, where are you giving help to the corner? Where does the corner expecting help, et cetera? Uh, so I, I would play them a little bit just because – They've never played next to each other. And I mean, for Hill, he's never really, he's played a couple snaps, but never really played a full game at safety. So let's just, I don't want to play him a ton and risk an injury, but I, I do think I would a drive 
something like that. I don't even know if I would go for a quarter. I just I want to get a little bit there just so they get a feel for the NFL game and the the feelings, the speed, the sound, et cetera. Yeah, we'll uh, stay on the defensive side of the ball, but just the cornerback room right now. Um, look, I don't think him Taylor Britt's going to be out there that much. You, I just don't want to risk. No. And, and and I know Zach Taylor's okay with playing some of the starters, but if it's anything, it might be a series. Um, you have guys like Cheeto, who I don't expect to see at all in the preseason. I think that is nope. a smart idea. You just Mike Hilton, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, those guys are on the side. But when you think of guys like DJ Turner or DJ Ivy, what do you expect to see from them? And, and just overall, when it comes to to camp battles, how many snaps did Dax Hill play in the preseason last year? Because that's kind of what I'm expecting from DJ Turner. I think it was a multiple quarters, if I'm not wrong. I think he's gonna play plenty, especially because yeah, yeah. he's yeah, because because Turner is not in a position to start. No, it's more of a next year situation. I would say like, like what we thought Cam Taylor Britt was going to be his rookie year. Um, maybe a DJ Turner, like where Jordan battle is the same situation, obviously different positions, but they're kind of getting that rest their rookie year. And you're just saying, Hey, this is what it's like your first year in the NFL. Maybe you'll get some reps here and there. And hopefully nobody's injured where you'd have to see these guys as starters. Uh, but I, I agree with you. It doesn't hurt to put DJ Turner out there. Murphy too, you know, just get him yeah. out there getting snaps. Um, and then, yeah, after that, Jordan Battle, he's always going to play plenty. So DJ Ivy is going to play a ton. And that is an end of roster position battle where Ivy has been making waves in training camp. So does that translate to the preseason game? If it does, are we looking at, you know, a, a Jalen Davis type maybe getting knocked off the roster? Or maybe it's Sidney Jones. I don't think they have any real money tied up there, but who knows? I, I think he is pushing for that last corner roster spot. And I think he's in a better spot today than he was when we talked about it before training camp started. Let's flip sides. We'll go ahead and go to the offensive side of the ball. Like I mentioned before, Charlie Jones, I would just be surprised with him coming off an injury. I know he was back at practice on Monday and they're going to have the Packers in town after we record this. So to be determined on how many reps he gets against the Packers defense. But overall, I just feel like he's still someone that I'm okay if it's just a series or two, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the second preseason game, he's getting a few more reps. But how would you handle that? Yeah, the injury is a tricky part because otherwise I just play him plenty. I mean, he's not a guy you're counting on to start. Uh, you want to get him as many reps as possible because he's a valuable learning reps. And you want to see about the punt stuff, you know, the punt return ability, the kick return ability. See if that is a real spot for him on the roster or if you still need a Trent Taylor on the roster just to return punts, just to safely return punts. Um, yeah, I, I – the injury is why I don't think he'll play that much in the first preseason game. I think they'll be cautious with that. Yeah. But otherwise, I think it's play him. Just play him. You know, Trent Irwin's probably going to play plenty of preseason snaps, right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, that's, and that's fine. And, I mean, Trent Taylor, who I feel like is is that he's on the outs when it comes to the wide receiver room right now. Outside of winning the punt return job, clearly – like he, I think he, it can't even be like a slight edge for him, and they they'll keep. I think he has to clearly, definitively win the punt return job. And I also think that also comes with Charlie Jones has to mess up <laughs> because yeah. you know what you know what Trent Taylor is a punt returner. It's not overly exciting, but it's solid and it's safe. Um, safe. Can Charlie Jones provide that? Hopefully, 
if he can't, then I think you have a real dilemma. But yeah, I think all those guys will play prep plenty. How much do you think Jonah Williams plays in the first preseason game? Because he is he yeah. is in a position battle. They yeah. are going back and forth on the first team reps. I think no. he's going to play a little bit. He's going to play a little bit. And I know, and I know that that's a little scary with his injury history, but I think nope. they're going to play him a little bit because they're nope. giving Carmen a shot at that job. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No. So they are giving Carmen a shot at the job, and they should. It shouldn't just be Jonah Williams because he was the left tackle. I totally understand that. And but- camp, it appears, has been that's, – that's the one that I think they, – they got out there in practice, and it has been all Jonah Williams in camp. And, and Zach not, Taylor not starting, but just in terms of like he's playing much better than Carmen is. Well, Zach Taylor was going. They, he admitted before camp started they were going to rotate that position, and it made all the sense in the world. You should. You they have the a little bit at least. Yeah, put the best guys out there. Some days Jackson's out there with the ones, and then mm-hmm. some most of the time Jonah's out there. But Paul Daner um, has a great article around the athletic with Jonah Williams, and he just seems I, I don't know. He, he seems pumped about it, the whole situation, yeah. and just this is his opportunity. We talked about it before, that right tackle market right now. Maybe it doesn't work out at left tackle for him, and he dominates at right tackle. He's going to go get the bag this offseason or next offseason if he balls out. And I, If I he even plays at an above-average level, yeah, he'll get plenty of money. Yeah, so I, I think this is a great opportunity for him. Like I said before, I hope he has a career year. That means good things for, for his quarterback and the rest of the offensive line. So, I, But I think he's going to play like two – Series, maybe series. Three so series. Have- I think it could go to a quarter. I think he could play a full quarter. Okay, so we'll make a bet right now. Oh. No, we, nobody wins anything, but we will. We will talk about this. I bet we have nothing. Um, but I think he plays series. Totally understand. Totally, I think that's going to happen. I think this offensive line, besides Alex Kappa, Kappa, because he's dealing Injury. with that strain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you got to be careful with that. I can see the offensive line with Orlando Brown. Get a, a few series. Okay, is the bet – I think Jonah stays out there after everybody else goes out. No. I think you'll play a I couple snaps not. with this. I think you'll play, like, a, a couple snaps with that second-team offensive line. Now I have now I have to watch preseason games because now I'm going to wonder. <laughs> um, but I, um, I'm going to the game Friday. I just – planning on watching. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just think that it's a true position battle, and I think they are going to give Carmen the shot. I think that I think that also means that you have to give Jonah plenty of snaps to get an evaluation for him in the preseason. I hope people understand this. I do think it should be a battle. You you can't yeah. just give the job. Oh, job. the other side is he has been injured most yeah. most years of his career. So this is you know every yeah. snap he's out there is a risky. Like you might not have a choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally fine with that. I just think. It's a for a starter who they feel are going to be the starters right now. I know it's early on and it's it's almost mid-August, but I feel like with Jonah Williams, it will be just a series. I just I would be really surprised if he's out there when the rest of the starters are on on the side after they've 
got a few, they got a few reps in together. Cause I do think this offensive line will do that. I don't think they want to do that again. And yeah. the majority of the guys besides Alex Kappel, cause I don't know how they'll handle that. Even though Frank Pollock seemed really chill about it. Like it wasn't that big of a deal, but he wasn't at practice on Monday. Um, we'll see more when they, when they get back out there tomorrow, cause we're recording this on a Tuesday and they had today off, but um, I think they're just going to be really smart with that stuff. And you want to take it easy with these guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe we will see that. I, I think we'd see a little more of Jackson Carmen. To be I honest. think if you just get one series from Jonah, then the position battle might not be, might not be a serious thing. You're right. Cause I mean, you would know right then and there. And it's the yeah. third preseason game that we really don't see anybody, right? It's like mm-hmm. the last of the roster. And yeah. so it's, we only have these two to really. It choose. used to be before they did three preseason games, it was mm-hmm. like three years ago, four years ago at this point, it used to be the third game got you the most snaps and then nobody played the fourth game. And it now it's difficult. now the second one, you get the most snaps and the third one, nobody plays. Yeah, so Friday night when they're it's their only home preseason game, so they'll be they'll play the Packers, and it will be if you're going to see any of the starters out there, that's going to be kind of not really the game to look at. It's going to be the following week. Um, this one will just be kind of the rookies, uh, guys fighting for their jobs, um, maybe a few starters getting some reps out there. Um, but I think it's going to be absolutely crazy because they're the NFL cut day is all on the same day. And what the league is going to look like after all the preseason games and they make the majority of the cuts around the league, what that will look like for the overall rosters. Uh, but for me personally, I just want them to get in, in and out of preseason. I, I, I think they, I don't know. I don't, I'm, that's just where I stand right now. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I don't know. I, uh, I have been a little bit more to the proponent of, I think, that you want to get them a few snaps just because I do think part of last year was just based off of, they didn't take any preseason snaps together. And, you know, a lot of them missed training camp. So this, you know, when you get guys who have never played next to each other, the entire offensive line never played next to each other, that could be bad. And we saw it for like six weeks. I think we could have expediated that process a little bit and it may have only been bad for two weeks or maybe three weeks before coming together uh, just because, they didn't have any time in camp to work together, but uh, yeah, I, I want to get everybody out healthy because that is the most important thing. Yep. 100%. We uh, will have everything to recap from that preseason game when they get to work and looking forward to their joint practice versus the Packers tomorrow. Next on it's always game day in Cincinnati.